All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. Welcome back to the Big MIG. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with my co-host, George Ballantine. Tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And as you know, George and I, our plan is to unify America and educate America one episode at a time. We always try to bring the receipts, uh, and, and you guys know that we're also uh, uh, the kind of guys that if we make a mistake, we'll be the first ones to pull it down on social media and admit it. I wish more people would do that, George, don't you? I do, Lance, I do. We need more people to do a lot of big things going, a lot of things. Yeah, well, you're going to have to get involved, and you're going to have to get involved at a local level and work your way up. It's important if we're going to save the country for ourselves, for our loved ones. That includes our children and our grandchildren. I want to thank our new sponsor, Sea of Mud, an incredible patriotic apparel company. They do a great job. The guy's got a great sense of humor. You know, as you know, we had him on for an, intro, an, an info view or an intro view, as we like to call it. Uh, Take a look at the shirts. Take a look at the coffee mugs. The holidays are right around the corner. Now, these are great gifts for conservatives or liberals, of course. The liberals, maybe it's a little shot in the ribs, but the point of the matter is we have got to defend our country from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that includes during the holidays, George, don't you think? During Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, you know, Hanukkah. <laughs> well, absolutely. I don't know. Why, Lance? Why the holidays? What's so bad about it? Oh, you know, you know, you go to those holiday events and you get the people that start, you know, there's always a little bit of that political banter, you know, and, uh, you know, it's always hard to try to keep that semi-neutral position when somebody starts saying something that absolutely makes no sense. You know, you have those relatives that haven't done any investigative work. They well, just sat there sucking in CNN, sucking in Instagram, and sucking in Facebook. And, uh, you know, you know, just like a big hose, it's all they do. And the truth is, you sit there and you're like, hmm, well, I wonder I'm, if I should jump in on this one or not. <laughs> I don't know. I learned, like, during... Um let's say holiday dinners with families and stuff. Yeah. Not to bring up politics, but if someone's annoying me about something else or I just don't want them near me, I'll bring up politics to get rid of them. Oh, I do you that. Use it, you, of you course. use it like a, a, an, a, an invisible fence. I have to, bro. I got to look <laughs> yeah. out for number one. You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, I get you. It's all good. Now, listen, you guys, if you're there on Rumble and you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button. We are taking your criticism, good or bad. We'll be improving the show from those things that you guys say. Don't think it's not heard because it is. We try to comment. We're awfully busy because obviously we're two busiest guys in show business here because it's really us that does the majority of the production work. We're getting ready to start doing some short form content. But if you're on Rumble, hit those buttons. Share, like, comment. Use the, the, the media. Just give us a shout out if you post it up. You're more than welcome to take short form content. Same thing over on X. Lance Miliacho, G. Ballantine, The Big Mig Show. We need follows. We need shares, comments. We need as much of that as possible. And we're on all the other platforms. You can find us there. And of course, locals, we love you guys. Another place to find us. And anything you can do to support us is always greatly appreciated. Okay. We appreciate you. Hey, Lance. George. I'm going to do some uh, quick shout outs for our peoples. Please. Siberian Kitten, CSM Master, Rat Dog. We appreciate you. Rich Esparza. Dude with the R. Roll the R for him now. Um, Lance, I don't know. Sherry, I am. She's like, she said, that's my mom you're talking about. I don't know if she's talking to me or you. But hey. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, don't want well, no, we I want no problem, Sherry, with the mom. I don't want no problem. Yeah, Sherry, we're not trying to badmouth your yeah. mom, but we hear what you're saying. Let me keep going sure. now. With me, it's my sister and a couple other relatives. I also have some really annoying friends that think that because they've watched CNN, they've become global media uh, experts. Let's see. And uh, they will often say things that are just completely baseless and feckless. But it is what it is. You know, we've got to deal with it. And that's how we try to wake up everybody. On You know, hopefully you'll tell people to watch the show and that'll help. George. I want to keep going. I got Death. a couple more. Hold on, Lance. Hold on. Oh, Let me I'm just sorry, keep buddy. going. We got BC Man 420 in the house. CJ3041. Appreciate you all. TJSCPA1. Appreciate you. We got Papa over in Chicago with his uh, three girls. Mona, you're the best. You're the, my fave. We appreciate you. I appreciate you for always, you know, during dinner time watching the show, even doing dishes. Hopefully, Tracy's there smiling with you and watching, you know, hopefully. The other one, eh, meh. Stay no, it's inside joke, Lance, but we appreciate you all. All right. Yeah. George. Yes, sir. Death of the Kraken. What Kraken? Sydney Powell cops a plea. It's what cracking? News the last couple of days. What cracking is right? Let's put up Media Zero. Let's I'm still waiting little... for the cracking. We decided this was a, uh, a, a one of those old school movie poster styles. I also used the spear gun from Jaws. I hope you guys like that for the people that caught it. Uh, I got a kick out of it anyway. You know, half the time I'm laughing when I'm putting this crap together. You guys know that. Is that with the barrels, uh, right? Where you put the barrels in them? Yeah, you put the yellow barrels. So, death mm. of the Kraken, I guess there is no Kraken at this point. Sydney Powell. Now, a lot of people, and, and my, myself included, let me get this out of the way just up front. I do not think that Sydney Powell is going to cooperate on Trump because there is still the protection of attorney-client privilege. Mm. I think now also another one of attorney, uh, uh, Trump's attorneys, I think, took a plea today. Go ahead. I, I don't. From my understanding, Lynch, she, they always say that she was never Trump's attorney. They, specific, they specifically said that on air. I remember that because there was some back and forth going about that. Who knows? But that's what I remember I correctly. I don't know. She had a lot to say. I heard she was Trump's attorney at some point that she was actually a paid attorney. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she isn't. You know, that's still the claim. When you see the Georgia filings, they talk about her being Trump's attorney. So I guess that'll come out. I guess we'll know more about it. Was she a paid attorney? Was she doing it pro bono? I have no idea. You know, Trump gets a lot of pro bono work. But... George, 
And this came from you. The Kraken is not Kraken, bro. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> this was yours, so I, what just, I just used it. I don't, I don't it's know. not Kraken. It's just it's, not. But I don't think it was ever Kraken. How about well, that? A lot of people <sighs> on both sides of the fence. I don't think she's going to necessarily be required to cooperate against Trump. What cooperation? A lot of us don't believe that anything happened. This is all strategic. Now, don't forget, for the listeners and subscribers, you've got to be really aware of lawfare. For those of you that don't understand that, it's when they try to create these multi-front investigations like they're doing to Trump. And what they're trying to do is drain the resources and wear people out. It's the kind of thing where they want to start as many lawsuits and as many accusations with as many charges. And in this case, don't forget, Sidney Powell's been defending herself from Dominion and others, and that stuff will drive you into the poorhouse. For nobody that's ever been sued or nobody that's ever been in litigation, I can tell you it is a time-consuming, stressful, money-draining operation. Uh, these attorneys are vicious. It's like 0.15, walk to the water cooler. 0.5 called client he did not answer and you're getting charged for every single one of these and in, and in these cases these are big cases with big law firms and that means big bills so i think she's been worn out by lawfare george what do you think about that i think that's what kind of led us to where we're at right now um i don't know if she's worn out by lawfare because i'm not sure with her I don't know if she's just tired of going to court and doesn't want to battle this. But here's a question, because you you know more, way more about the law. You're the ones with the degrees, not me. I know, yeah. I know some, so I'm not going to pretend I do. If she testifies in another case in the, in, before Trump even goes to trial, isn't mm -hmm. all that testimony then can be used in the next in other trials for Trump and all them? Well, theoretically, there could be information she could be subpoenaed to testify in another trial if it was applicable. Let's say that she wasn't on the list of witnesses on a different case of his, and she said something no, at this trial. I'm talking but, about, okay, so there's 19 people that got indicted in this, right? Correct. She took a plea. There's, yep. an, there's another one coming up. There might be more coming up to trial before Trump goes Correct. to trial. So if they ask her to testify, she goes on the stand and testifies, what she says can be used— can't it be used against Trump in the, in, in the trial then? Well, she ah. won't say something, no, but there's going to be certain things that may be under attorney-client. Let's assume right now that she was one of Trump's attorneys. I think she was, but I have no idea because I never saw the billing or anything else. So if she was Trump's attorney, she can say attorney-client privilege. I'm taking the fifth on that. She could make statements that are related to why she can't answer that question. They're going to try to trip her up. Now... I don't think it's likely that they're going to catch Sidney Powell slipping. I don't think the DA down in uh, Georgia is sharp enough to catch Sidney Powell slipping. So, but they may have stuff that she answers on one of the other defendants, and that leads to something that, you know, exposes Trump in some sort of a way. I, but again, until we know whether or not she's absolutely Trump's attorney, which I believe she is, but until we have that absolutely 100%, we won't know how the attorney client, client privilege. But of course, she, you know, it's like a debriefing, right? She's, she's basically required at this point because she took the plea. Yeah. She was supposed to get six felonies. Now she's getting six misdemeanors, right? Which... One part of it I completely understand, because if she had gotten felonies, it's likely they would have taken her bar license. It's likely they would have referred her to the bar and they would have removed her. They would have actually taken her license away. So I kind of understand why she did what she did. There's also fines involved and six years of probation. But, you know, I mean, it is a RICO case. 
and they are trying to make it racketeering, conspiracy, concurrent criminal enterprise. They're trying to make it because those carry heavy sentences. And that's what they're trying to do. Now, they've dropped all the felony charges against her. So in her case, it might have been a good move, and especially if she doesn't have to testify against Trump. And the truth is, Technofog, let, let's put up his, uh, it's interesting, let's put up uh, Media One real quick and we'll show him. This is uh, part of a sub stack. He started some of it on X and then he started doing a sub stack. If anybody knows Technofog, uh, he, he, he hides by this identity, but he's an attorney. I don't really know what his real identity is, but he's been around a long time and he's a very bright guy. I recommend you follow him if he's around, does a great job. Anyway, my point is he's come up with a sub stack and, and, and a bunch of stuff. Gateway Pundit covered this. So, you know, she pled guilty. You know, she's definitely going to testify against some of the co-defendants, but is it going to be valuable? Did Fannie Willis, and this is kind of a win for the district attorney because this is supposed to be a four-month trial. And Powell and one of the other defendants asked for a speedy trial. Now, those are the two defendants that have entered into pleas because they tried to force the state into going to a speedy trial, and the state doesn't want to do a speedy trial on this because they think it's going to take a long time. This is going to be a prohibitively expensive trial, too. I'm kind of surprised that Georgia wants to spend this kind of money, but, you know, it's all, it's all strategy. But, you know, there's some bold predictions by Technofog, and with his legal background, I think it's pretty good. You know, he, he's talking about... Uh, you know, she's committing to the conspiracy of, to, to commit intentional interference with the performance of election duties. So those are all misdemeanors, and there's a $6,000 fine and a $2,700 restitution fine that are involved, which, you know, not that big a deal, but still, you know, money. So she, she was originally indicted on the seven charges, which were, you know, and that had RICO involved, racketeer influence and corrupt organizations, as everybody knows. And those are, you know, that, two counts of that was conspiracy to commit election fraud, and there was conspiracy to commit computer theft, um, trespassing and invasion of privacy, and conspiracy to defraud the state. Lance, Go ahead, George. Yeah. somebody just, CSM Master just sent me something, and it's actually yeah. kind of interesting. I didn't. Yeah, I, you know ahead. what? I don't know. The case against Trump is in Fulton County. Yeah. But Powell's plea deal is in is for the Coffee County, which is no connection. I mean, I have no idea. It I, says here, as far as Fulton, I know, it's Fulton, related to the same case. I don't know. It says it says Fulton County isn't accusing Trump of directing, being involved with, or even knowing about what occurred in Coffee County. Thus, Powell's plea yeah. to the Coffee County charges is, does not and will not directly implicate Trump. And it may very well be true. You know, the way they pitched it is that it, the same DA is handling it. So I don't know how they've merged those two counties. Maybe and because Sandy Willis represents both counties. And that's from Technofrog, too. Well, and that might very well be true. You know, that might be an added part of the substack. But, you know, these, those the, the felonies she was under, those carried heavy conviction rates. You know, a lot of those were between 5 and 20 years of imprisonment. So, so that's the whole point. You got lawfare, right? Because she's, if she goes to trial, she's going to have to spend a, a, a crazy amount of money, which she may very well not have. And then you've got the possibility for risk of conviction. I think Powell's innocent. So does Technofog. I know. I think you do too, George, correct? I do. I do. He doesn't think there was a RICO conspiracy. I agree. I don't think it was like that at all. Because there would have had to be an overact, you know, overt action. You know why they do that. Furtherance. They do that. They do that to trump up the charges more, to make it look more than what it is, to scare no to scare people. This way they'll take a little plea deal and, and they can still look good to the media. Oh, look, they pleaded. I don't know. Here, Kenneth uh, Cheeseboro, yeah. he's the other lawyer. He copped out too. 
Yeah, but listen to this. The point is, there really weren't any overt acts. They were talking about the theft of the auction. But, you know, when you start talking about RICO, it's that whole mens rea thing, right? You have to have the mental state that you're going to commit a crime. And the point is, that first overt act, and, and to explain it to the listeners, you and, a guy, and, you and your, uh, your uh, husband, as an example, decide you're going to rob a liquor store. You can talk about it, and that does not necessarily create the overt act, because right now it's just speculation, because uh, obviously it's not one of those things you're guilty of yet. But if you go buy, say, the getaway car, you're immediately guilty of the entire crime because you committed, even though you didn't commit the, uh, the, the robbery yet, the point is you committed the first overt act in furtherance of that conspiracy that you'd plotted. So there's, you know, that's why he says it's just a joke. But, you know, they're, they're, trying, to, they're, trying, to politi- they're trying to criminalize political conduct, and this is going on all over the country, right? We're looking at the J6 people, that's politicized you know, trying to criminalize, politicized, uh, you know, political conduct. And they're doing it everywhere, right? That, well, just like that guy that just got uh, indicted for some memes. Supposedly, he tricked people into not voting for Hillary Clinton somehow, which I think is ridiculous. But they gave him seven months. So they're, you're weaponizing and criminalizing anything political, right? Because memes would have to fall under the political category, even though we think they're funny. That isn't where it goes. But, you know, so if they go to trial... Uh, and you got you got that Kenneth Chesbrough, the other guy. He's he's going to be offered to accept the plea. He'll go to trial on October twenty third. So that jury pool is seventy five percent Democrat and twenty five percent Republican. So you have to look at how concerning that is. You know those jurors are going to be salivating to get even with Donald Trump. They're going to be ready to roll. So it's pretty complicated. It's anti Trump, you know. And 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 you've seen these anti Trump activists lie to get on these juries. They did it with Roger Stone. They did it with Mike Flynn. They try to, you know, make this attempt to to infiltrate. I think we're seeing a lot of that in Georgia. I think it's likely, you know. So they say the taste is going to take four months. It's going to have hundreds of witnesses. I think it's all song and dance. I think the, all the witnesses are just to confuse the jury, in my opinion. We got to find out. We got to find out what's trial. going on with True to Votes case. I know they were getting they were getting ready to go. I don't know yeah. if they started a trial yet or not. I got to call them and find out yeah. because. You know, listen, the more, the more that comes out in trials beforehand is, is the more information, the more power they have. So, I mean. Well, so. already people are saying that there's a lot of exculpatory evidence because it didn't show up in the discovery that Georgia was made aware of, possibly by people like, you know, 2000 Mules and True the Vote and other groups. And that would be exculpatory evidence. And they withheld it. They didn't put it in discovery. And, and a lot of Trump's teams and people in Trump's side know about it. So we'll see if that holds true. You know, all these witnesses are going to be on record, but of course that's just a dilute, right? That's trickery. The more witnesses yeah. are on, the jury gets tired, so, they start tuning out. Yeah. Did, all right, so I want to get it because I'm, I'm reading what some people are saying, and here's yep. something I believe in too. So I believe if, if, you're, if you're innocent and you fight it, I don't care, you fight it. Yeah. I mean, I have done it. It is, you know, you have to do it. But what are what did they charge her with? Was it going trying to get the... Um, Information from the machines, because if I that's think it's because, because if that's she got the case, access to information that was on the machines. Right, but then she did do that. Though. She shouldn't have gotten access. That's part of it. Well, that's but, well, she did do that. I know she she said she did do that. So, but one of the bigger charges, George, is that she's part of three or more individuals being evo- involved in election interference. That's one of her big charges. That's racketeering and RICO. When you have three or more, that's got, conspiring. No, I'm talking about that's thrown out. I'm talking about now what she copped a plea to. 
Well, there are lesser charges. I didn't look for the list of misdemeanors. I've, you can look them up if you want. I have no idea. I'm, I'm more. I'm less concerned about what the misdemeanors are because they're irrelevant to me. I'm more concerned about how this impacts for the well, rest of the defendants. It's just, hold on. You understand, right? Yeah, conspiracy to commit international intentional interference with performance of election duties. Conspiracy to commit in, uh, election interference with performance of election duties. Mm-hmm. Everything is six counts with... Same thing, election and duties. Okay, so, could be. So, they might have just moved them from felony to misdemeanor, lesser charge. That's all they did. They just so, said, we're going to supersede these down because you can supersede up and down. It's called superseding the charge. They could have taken misdemeanors and made them felonies, and now they just superseded them back to what they originally are because I wouldn't doubt that Fannie Willis has manipulated the law on that basis. She's made some charges superseded, so she raised the offense levels on them because of this case. Yeah, A lot of DAs do that, and it's a scam they do because that's how they accelerate the charges. So, put, oh, you're looking at a hundred years. Okay, so if it's here's my opinion. So if it's let's just say where they were trying to get information from the voting machines in that one county or district, yeah, I don't know. If she 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 was in on that and tried doing it. Who knows? But we don't know. So she could have been. She could have said, yeah, you know, to herself, fuck it, I might as well just take this stupid misdemeanor charge because it'll come out that I did that anyway. Versus she didn't involved in a RICO and all that other crap. So who knows? Who, here's the bottom line. We won't, we won't know till more of it comes out and they're cross-examining the witnesses, especially her on the stand. That's when you'll really start to get a pattern. You'll know what the DA is doing because she'll have to telegraph her long-term game plan because she's going to set the trap, supposedly. That's what she's doing. She wants to set the history of the event and who did what and, oh, my gosh, you know, and that's the drama of the witnesses. Try to get witnesses that start crying on the stand or get emotional or, oh, I'm just so traumatized, bro. You know, it's all BS. Right. It's all show and go. And, and I think Fannie Willis being the, the rapper groupie that she is, I think she's going to pull out all stops. It'll be all kinds of stuff. There'll probably be so many objections in this case. They'll be screaming objections so much they're going to want to put it on an automatic button, you know, the defense counsel. And so just so people know too, Lance, I just want to say that people ask, like, how, how'd she interfere with the election? It was already over. So the elections weren't certified. So in essence, they weren't still over because... If you're trying to still get something done with the election, yeah, you're 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 interfering with election in that sense. So, I, I don't think it was ever election interference. Everybody has a but, right to disagree with the results, and there was enough nefarious activity that's put the entire it, United States liberals and listen, George, liberals and conservatives don't believe the results. I get the it. Polls Lance, are coming back when I'm they don't just, believe it. Lance, I'm just trying to answer someone's question because oh, yeah. if you go and try to get going, to, let's say just say. Lance is trying to go get in these machines illegally to get results or maybe manipulate whoever or do whatever, not manipulate the results or get them and show proof or try to interfere, whatever. That could be construed as interfering with an election. I'm just saying that so people could understand it. It could be, except the fact the election, the the voting portion of the election was over. What they wanted was a recount, right? What they wanted was the opportunity to really look at the results and question the results because we had dead Democrats, we had ballot harvesting, we had phony ballots coming out of China, we had broken scanners, we had switched votes electronically. I mean, at the end of the day, there was lots of things that put in question what was going on with the election. The voter rolls alone should have been enough. And they've already proven, you know, the people over 
favorite. Uh, uh, here, know, uh, we ha- here. This is you know, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips at True the Vote have over and over again proved there was all sorts of anomalies in the Georgia election enough that it should have been put in question. All right, here's what nobody's talking about, and this came up yesterday. So the Texas mm-hmm. Secretary of State has released bombshell findings from the 2020 midterm elections. Audit of Harris County, and that and that's the county where Jamison Ellis was uh, running in and where they had problems. Yeah. The report reveals Harris County had 9,000 more votes voters in the registration system than what was reported to the state. Almost yeah. 3,600 mail-in ballots were sent to voters but not reported to the state. 20% of the polling locations failed to return or properly complete necessary paperwork. Keep in mind that yeah. the critical races in Harris County were separately separated by a few thousand or only a few hundred votes in many. At the so, end of the day, there George, you go. that is a pattern from all over the country. It doesn't right. surprise me. But let's keep moving here. You found a great story on Mitt Romney. Yeah, hold on. I'm just... Mitt Romney lied. George, that's a shocker. Is it? I'm shocked. Is it? I'm appalled. You're telling me Mitt Romney lied? Oh, say it isn't so. Mitt, Mitt Romney, lied. the rhino, lied? He did. Listen, yeah. and you want to know why he's not uh, running for re-election, huh? You well, ever think of that? Because oh, there's you know, stuff that's going to come out there. We know his son is involved with Burisma, too. So here, this, look at this. this. I like this, Lance. His CIA-linked advisor was placed on Burisma board while he was impeaching President Trump. I mean, how much? Wow. This, and he, and he's, he's supposed to be a Republican, everybody. Wah, wah, wah. Hold on, hold on. No, wait, let me find it. <laughs> Put that one up. He's supposed yeah. to be a Republican. We all know he's not. He's a rhino. And rhinos are worse than, than Democrats, I think. Because at least Democrats, they're just playing out, tell you in your face and be there. The rhinos are what sneaky bastards or bitches, I'm going to say. I mean, look, he, and Lance, he, do you believe that he claimed he didn't know about Burisma when he voted to impeach President Trump? Do you know that? Uh, do you think he lied? Because uh, he was I clearly mean, no lying. About it. I mean, you do remember when Hannity interviewed him, right? He interviewed him, and he even told Hannity he didn't really know anything about Burisma. He acted like, Burisma? What's Burisma? What's Burisma? I mean, the truth is, he, he jackassed on there and acted yeah. like he knew nothing. So uh, anybody that ever says we don't go after the Republicans just as hard as we do the Democrats, here is clear fact that we do. Here, I don't it, trust Romney. I never have. Here's another one. And they, they, um, they uncovered that Joseph Coffer, black, also joined the prison board and also was linked to Romney and the CIA. It just gets but that better. that is the link. That's the main link. Coffer Black was CIA, and he worked, just so we're clear, and we're going to show you on the chart here, he worked for, uh, served as senior advisor for national security on Romney's 2008 presidential campaign. He was a special advisor for national security and foreign policy on Romney's up, 2012 presidential. Now, this is different, George. This is the Hunter Biden email right here. This is the email. Look at the bottom. Can you read that to our listeners? Uh, we shouldn't find a highly credible and I can't read it, man. Hold on. Let me pull it up a different way. Sorry, peeps. Okay, just so you know, what he's going to get ready to read here is Hunter Biden saying they need to find a highly credible ex-CIA style member All right, I got for this it. Burisma board. Go ahead, right. George. We should also find a highly credible and, and discreet firm to perform due diligence and deep information for us on an ongoing basis. The kind of people that can get us information that's not available through a Google search and some phone calls 
We can use our own funds to pay for it, and I'm sure your buddies down in Little Creek have some trusted independent contacts that do that sort of work. Mm. Romney put him in. Coffer Black mm. is tied to Romney's son, by the way. Put up the next chart, George, because this is actually interesting. This really lays it out well, which is Media 3. What'd I do? Oh. There it is. So you see there, you've got Devin, Davin Archer, which we know he's involved, right? You've got Mikhaila Zajchochevsky, which is a Burisma founder and owner, right? You've got Coffer Black and Hunter Biden involved, and I understand Romney's son was involved also. So you look at this Joseph Coffer, you have to realize he was, Romney used him on two different presidential elections to be his national security and foreign policy advisor for all his, uh, all his uh, information. There's no doubt. Look, Black was former CIA, George. I remember that about him. And he joined Burisma's board in 2019. So you look at the way he was connected, and now he's on the board. And and, you th and any former CIA still has their connections, still has access to data. So how much were they funneling back to, to Biden, the 10% for the big guy? You know. And remember, Romney's in the middle of that whole dirty 51 plus 8 Russian right. collusion impeachment of Trump, acting like he doesn't have anything idea about Burisma. The Burisma thing's up and going at that point, but it's a huge cover-up all across the country. He flat lied. He didn't tell the truth when Hannity asked him. And when he voted to impeach Trump, he'd already testified saying he didn't know anything about Burisma, He's which so was all bullshit. It. He's full so, of it. Romney you know, the Rhino, you are a liar. And just pay attention, everybody, because who is his niece? Rona. Rona from the RNC, right? Rona. And she, he's Absolutely. lying. You know, she, well, she's definitely a liar. We know that. She's caught so much shady shit. I mean, yeah. I don't understand how they keep putting her ass in there. I mean, she's not doing I don't anything. Know. She's still, she's still, Rona McDaniels, we know that you still have not called Scott Pressler. You still have not touched base with him. Yeah. That says everything we need to know about you. Scott Pressler is your ultimate grassroots weapon, and you still haven't called him, which tells me everything I know. I know you're too busy spending eighty or $90,000 a year on just floral arrangements for <laughs> yourself. She never puts the money where she says she's going to go. I'm going to say this loud to all our subscribers. Do not give the GOP any money whatsoever. Put it in specifically into candidates across the country that you believe in, because it will never get from the GOP to what they tell you they're going to do with it. They're going to lie to you. It's all a scam. It's the money hustle shuffle. You disagree with me, George? You're more than welcome to jump out. I do not disagree with you. You're better off giving them, donating the money to the big MIG before you give it to her. We'll put good use to it. I'll give it to guys like Jameson Ellis. Come on. Well, we're going to take a break here in a minute. Before we come back, yeah. I want to tell you, don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking about the judge presiding over Trump's civil trial in New York. We're going to talk about Republican Jim Jordan for the speaker run and a couple other things going on with that. And don't forget, 200000 for the big guy. We got some great content for that. Come right back. Stay tuned to the big MIG. We need you to stay. George? All right. We'll be right back. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. 
We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Welcome back to the Big Big Show. Here with Lance Miliacho, your host and co-host and producer, G-Money, George Ballantine. So, my friends. <laughs> Gee, money. <laughs> <laughs> I got to come up with something good. You know, I don't know. I got that. It's good. Yeah, Go what's ahead. up? <laughs> they call me Blade, too, sometimes, because everything I do is like, it's like sharp. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Somebody said that to me a long time ago. It's stupid. I know. Okay. So, Lance, this stupid, old, decrepit judge in New York, and he doesn't look like he should be <sighs> even on the bench anymore. I don't know. He reminds me of one of them. that. He George, reminds me of the judge it's, it's from. His face. He reminds me of the judge. I don't like his face. Wait, wait. He reminds me of the judge from The Simpsons, right? The old guy in the bench, that long pointy noise. Is it from The Simpsons? I think. Yeah, I just. Mm -hmm. You know, the problem is he's just. There's something about the look. He looks like he's just kind of one of those smart alecky bitter. And what I don't like is, did you see the video? And you might not have noticed this, but there was a video that came out of him, and he was telling he was he was teaching at a college. I don't know if he was giving a, a lecture or a seminar, and it was basically him saying when he didn't like what the jury did or he didn't like this, he would just do whatever he wanted. And basically, that's practicing law from the bench. He is doing whatever he wants. 
He's not. No, but, you get it, but that's but that's not supposed to be what they do. That's illegal. That should be oh, enough shit. for somebody to call him up and have him investigated. So he's, violating the he's violating yeah. canon law. He's violating canon law. But he, he's he's dismissing what the um supreme um what is it in New York shit the appellate on Trump's case said that mm -hmm. those most of those charges are are not factual. Should are supposed to be thrown out, and he didn't want to abide by that. I mean. Mm -hmm. Trump's going to win on if anything. Trump will win on appeal, but he he fined Trump five thousand dollars today, and was threatening to put him in prison because of his partial gag order. That tweet he had about um I don't know Schumer's family member or something over there that works for them. I don't know. He was supposed Who to remove he was supposed to remove that truth, I guess, and he didn't remove it. He probably doesn't give a shit for the five grand. I mean, at no. the end of the day, I guess he's still got to remove it, but. It's pretty disgusting. The gag order in itself, to me, that's a violation of the law. And I can, He's really trying yeah. to limit Trump's ability to do what he does and fight publicly. You know, because let's face it, when you get down to it, there's a real slanderous, libelous tilt to this stuff, right? They're trying to ruin Trump personally. They're trying to ruin him financially. They want to put him in jail. They don't want him to run for president. I mean, I got a call from the head of the GOP here, the Republican head of the GOP. is actually Dave. Remember Dave, the House of Representatives member we had on the radio show? Yes. Hey, great guy. And, and he wants to come on the show because he wants to talk about what the GOP is doing. They're trying, the, right here, they're trying to remove in Colorado, they're trying to remove Trump from the ballot. And that's going on in many states. So he's, tried he's, that in New he Hampshire. actually ran and became the head of the GOP here, which is great because the head of the GOP that was here before sucked. They all anyway, suck. Most but it's, but suck. what they're doing is they're trying to, now it's backfiring on them. Allegedly, you have to look at what's going on. You got the urban vote voting for him and everything else. But let's talk about this judge because he's a dick. I don't like him. I don't like the way he's practicing law. I don't like the way he looks. And that may seem shallow, but take a good look at the guy. People that are hateful and have miserable lives and are selfish and narcissistic and arrogant, if I get a picture they of look him. like this guy. This guy's a perfect poster child for it. I'm going to get a picture of him while you keep talking. Hold on. Yeah. He's just... I look at his face, and to be honest with you, it makes me, it makes me not like him instantly. He's, and he's not, and there's this smart aleck, he smirks in court and his just facial expressions. Oh. I mean, honest to God, this is the kind of guy you just don't like immediately. Hold on. This is a funny picture. Hold on, man. So it's coming up. Check this one out. Not a problem. He I'm looks. responding to that one memer anyway here for a sec. Not that our guys need that. Oh, man, it didn't come through. Anyway, you can go look him up, guys. He's all over the place. He's uh, I, just, I think he's fugly for sure. But it's more than fugly. It's that bitter. It's kind of like when you see a Karen with the crazy eyes. Ah, they're all crazy and wild. You immediately know it's Karen just by the big, gaping, crazy, ridiculous eyes. This is a case of where I think a, a judge should be reviewed for the statements he's made publicly. And I don't think he should be a judge anymore. I think he should be disbarred from being a judge. But that's my own opinion. It is what it is. We can get right to the next item why George is looking for that photo. Jim Jordan. Uh, they're dropping Jim Jordan, it looks like, from the House Speaker run. Uh, did you see Brian Donalds is running? Is he? Yep. He supposedly has dropped his hat in the game, but let's play media for him. Let's play this video for him while you're uh, looking around there and just show right. them the uh, the the uh, announcement on this. It looks to be legitimate. Go ahead. <laughs> 
just a few minutes ago, the House Republican conference met privately, and via secret ballot, they have voted to yank his nomination from him. Uh, this was a small-D Democratic ballot behind closed doors. Jim Jordan has had three failed votes for Speaker on the floor this week, and he kept losing more and more ballots each time, and there was no sign of that attrition waning at any stage. Uh, so the Republicans are done with Jim Jordan and his bid for Speaker. Uh, this is two potential Speaker nominees that they burned through in the past eight or nine days. Steve Scalise, the majority leader, was first. We are told that he will not stand for speaker again. The one person who has thrown their hat into the ring early is Kevin Hearn, Republican from Oklahoma. He is the chair of the Republican Study Committee, which is the largest block of conservatives in the House of Representatives. We are told that they will have a filing deadline for candidates for speaker to file by Sunday evening, and the Republicans are going to send everybody home over the weekend and have yet another, their third candidate forum on Monday night, and then try to go to the floor sometime next week. Now, I'm told, now it's unclear if Kevin Hearn or anybody else can possibly get the votes to win a speaker, uh, that they would at least have to burn through one more person before they might try to put into effect this plan to vote to give Patrick McHenry, the Speaker pro tem, full powers to run the House of Representatives. I'm told they at least have to go one more round and see where they stand. But the thing that's uh, staring down the pike at them is trying to fund the government in a month's time and also trying to uh, deal with this aid package that President Biden announced uh, last night for Taiwan and Ukraine and Israel. That's something they do want to address. Uh, the Senate probably, uh, considering if you compare it to the House, will be able to move that rather expeditiously in the next couple of weeks. And something, John, I was told very early on in this process uh, when they uh, kicked out uh, Kevin McCarthy, the former speaker, uh, I said, when will this uh, process be over? When will they tap a speaker? And there was one learned hand here on Capitol Hill said, Chad, the deadline is really when they have to fund the government uh, come mid-November. And that might be the deadline for them to get a speaker and, again, make the House of Representatives operational. Just a few minutes, minutes ago. Well, Lance, mm -hmm. it's quite a shame. It's an embarrassment. And it just shows you how much the Republicans really are not in tune with the American people, not in tune with themselves, and do not care what we want, we the people. When I say we, I'm talking about everybody. Because they can't even come together to get a speaker. That's, I mean, they, you came from a McCarthy who should... This is a close-up moment for you, George, what you're saying here right now. Uh, all right, Lance. I'll put myself front and center. Hold on. I think you need to be front and center because I, I love what you're saying here right now, and I think you so, need to make a point. So they can't come together. They came together for McCarthy, who should have never even vote, came to the floor, and his name on the floor to vote for um, Speaker of the House. Now you had Steve Scalise, who they couldn't... No, they couldn't come together. And now you have Jim Jordan. Now, you even had those, the eight, um, I'm going to call them the outcast eight, even though that's what they're calling them or something. They even were offered to get take penalties and would vote for um, Jordan. And yeah, still... Be censured. Yeah, censured or off committees, temporary, whatever. And they still wouldn't vote the other people with, for Jordan. We had our crisis in this country... And nothing can get done because you have no more impeachments, trials, nothing. No laws are getting passed. Nothing. Nothing for the American people. There's always giving something for freaking goddamn Ukraine or Israel right now. Biden can give some money here and there, but nothing for us. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Well, here's the deal. It I'll tell you what I don't suck. like about this right now. What is this secret voting thing? How do they have the right in any way to secretly vote so the American public doesn't know who voted on pulling Jim Jordan? That's what we do. We make decisions based on these political choices they make while they're in their positions, right? But now they want to hide who voted to pull Jordan, right? 
at the end of the day, there's a very telling moment here. You can see that what we've been talking about, and George and I mentioned it on the show, I think, I think the other day on our last show, Taiwan is a real issue. I'm, I'm, oh, you know, yeah, listen, go Israel's got to do what Israel's going to do. Uh, Ukraine, I already told you, I think it's the biggest money laundering operation in, in history. The bio labs were true. We know that at this point. Taiwan's the real concern. They produce 90% of the U.S. semiconductors used here in the U.S., 90% of them. At the end of the day, if Taiwan falls, man, you better get ready for some serious belt tightening. The cars are going to go through the roof. All electronics are going to go through the roof. You won't be able to fix a lot of this stuff. Car parts will be in dire shortage. The Chinese know that. Wait, you Lance. Know, and I wouldn't be surprised with this new land thing. Let me finish this thought. You know, now you saw Arkansas is telling the Chinese they can't own land, which I agreed with the first time I heard they were buying up farmland and other properties near military bases. At the end of the day, what we're talking about here is they might retaliate, and part of the retaliation would be to grab Taiwan because it's immediately going to put us in a serious situation. Now, I don't agree with $100 billion, billion in funding. I don't want to give Ukraine another stinking dollar. Zelensky can suck it. I'm done with him. I'm done with what's going on there. I've been done since the very beginning. He lost the war the day it got started. That's my belief. I think he stepped over the line. I think he was an installed CIA puppet, and he still is. This is serious stuff, but with, with secret ballot voting, secret congressional voting, that shouldn't even be allowed. They work. It's government for the people, by the people. Those are elected representatives that we put in Washington, D.C., and they're acting like you guys don't have the right or the authority, and that goes for the conservatives and the liberals. It goes for the Republicans and the Democrats. It's not right, guys. You should be fighting with them over the fact that you don't want anything secret. You want it all out in the open. But they keep acting like we're not, oh, my God, the American people, they won't be ready. They won't. You can't tell them about the CIA killing JFK. You can't tell them about 9-11. You can't tell them about the USS Liberty. You can't mm -hmm. tell them about what we're doing with the pandemic, what the truth is, that it was a, a bioweapon or not a bioweapon. The point is they keep hiding stuff, right? It's over and over and over again. And I'm sick of it. I, George, I mean, you tell me. So I, I just can't stand it. You know, here, here's a point. Let's look. I'm gonna look at the Democrats for a second. They may not agree with certain things, but they'll they'll voice it behind doors and still vote together to get yeah. to get shit done. Our, our the Republicans still, they can't even do that. How much worse are they making themselves look for the midterms right now? People are gonna be like, How? these guys can't govern, and the, and Nancy Pelosi played the hell out of McCarthy because McCarthy thought he was gonna get support from her and her crew. She played him like a fiddle. Yeah, yeah, and stayed and stayed in the speaker's office. I would have kicked that old crusty drunk's ass what? out of my office. It was my office. But that tells you that McCarthy was bought and paid for. But George, you got to admit, like last night, you tuned in for a while. So did I. Great spaces on X last night. Shell shocked pirate radio. Yep. We were both in there off and on. I was doing some stuff, but it was a great one. What I loved about it is congressional members came in. George Santos came into the room and talked to people. He came into the spaces. Uh, Matt Gates came into the spaces. They were approachable. They answered questions. Uh, but, you know, Lauren Boebert, same thing. They want to attack Lauren Boebert about her dating choices. I don't give a shit about her dating choices. She's single. Do whatever the frick you want. My point is, these people came in and they were approachable, George. They were there. You know, Joe Pag with, you know, great radio host. He what? was in there and... And he even said, this is how it's supposed to be. The people are supposed to have direct access. But what do these people do? Biden runs when they ask him questions. They all run. They don't want to answer the tough questions. They do whatever they want to do because there's no accountability. You know, and speaking of accountability, 
trending on X today. Lock him up. Lock him up. Who do you think it's trending for, George? Biden or Hunter? No. Joe Biden? Lock him up? You're right. You nailed it, George. It is Joe Biden. I know. $200,000 was held by James, his brother, and his uh, sister-in-law for the big guy. Now, hmm, I want to show you a video that got leaked uh, of, you know, with the check. It was an actual direct video. Uh-oh. Put it up real quick. Yeah, it's the first video we have there, media. Oh, I got you. Hold on. It's coming. All right. Oh, wait. Is that it? Oh, here it is. Sorry, wrong one. Ready? Listen to this speech, guys. I mean, terrible. terrible. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? Do you have a response? (laughs) Can't get enough of that one. First of all, lock him up is trending for Joe Biden. No. I got to just say, I want to give him a shout out. You can put up the next media. He goes by AP Octaz. He was off of X for a while. I don't know if he got suspended. I think he might have been. No, 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 suspended? Come on. Yeah, for memes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You know, he's under FBI watch for memeinating. The point is, he's a great memer. You know I would highly funny, recommend. Let me but, finish. Yeah, I would highly ahead. recommend following his account. Uh, this guy's a lot of fun. We, you know, we love the memers, George and I. George is in meme groups on Telegram, on Instagram. He's way more entrenched than I am. But we love you guys. Uh, love to put your stuff on the show. Love to give you a shout-out. We're actually going to be doing some got stuff for you guys in the future. We're going to have some competitions. We're already kind of organizing that. So we're excited about it. But if you're not following him and you like a good laugh and you like a guy that really creates a quality product, I would go follow him. And AP Octaz, I'm not sure if that's correct, though, on the old spelling. Maybe it's Octo-Z, not sure. Uh, but anyway, A-P- you see, yeah, I'm not A-P- sure about the name. It threw right. me, throws I'll me off it. a little bit. I'll read it. I'll read it. No, I know. It's A-P-O-C-T-O-Z. I've oh, got it right I'm here. Sorry, I, I just don't know it. whether it's A-P Octo-Z or is it Octaz? You know, not sure. Uh, anyway, regardless of that, it doesn't matter. But look. This is actually a serious issue right here. Joe Biden swore that none of the money was connected to him. And I want to tell you something. I reached out to an IRS auditor that I know. He's been an auditor for 20 plus years, I think 25 plus years. And I asked him, and George, throw the check up, throw up Media 5, and I want to tell him what I asked him. I'm going to tell the listeners. This is important. Because, you know, obviously this guy's been auditing people mm-hmm. for 20, mm-hmm. 25 plus years. Do you see that line where it says loan repayment? I was told that that is one of the most common money laundering, hiding actual income statements in the taxable world, that it's used regularly to hide when you got taxable income by saying it was a loan that got repaid. Now, this has got to do with AmeriCorp. And George, I don't know how much you know about AmeriCorp, but that was uh, Jim Biden's company that got investigated. There was all kinds of stuff. Uh, At one point, we actually had a copy of a hard drive, but it had a self-shredder program. I wish we had it now that had uh, had gone to a financial institution that said that they couldn't do the deal because there was just too much corruption in that company. Well, this money's linked back to that. The allegation made by House Oversight Chair James Comer is that this was money funneled out of some of these global deals that 
Hunter was doing. George, I don't know if you remember that there was nine Bidens that got money out of Hunter's deals. Were you aware of that? Nine. Not, yeah, and one was with the grandchild. What is a grandchild even doing getting money, first of all? I mean, that doesn't say corruption. I don't know what does. Because what is she doing to earn that money, Lance? She's a grandchild. She. How could she? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. They use her for a commercial or something. Her little cute face or something. No, seriously, but <laughs> what could she possibly contribute? Nothing. Listen, at the end of the day, we know that many of those wires were red flagged. They got red notices at the bank. And I can tell you this, George, based on the offshore banking, based on the red notices at the bank where they got flagged, these actions got flagged. There's a name for them. I can't think of it right now. But basically, when that happened, if that was you and I, we would have been full IRS and then full criminal investigation. The offshore banking alone, with nine different family members involved and all this money being transferred around, would have been questionable enough. And it would definitely Lance, would have triggered some kind of a criminal investigation. I want to correct you right now. Yeah. We would have been in prison already. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's play Media 6. I want him to hear what Comer had to say about this, because he says there's more than this, but this is the one they just dropped. Right. Let's see. This summer, this summer Joe, Biden Joe Biden said, Biden said where's, the, where's money? the money? Well, we, well, found, we found some. We're still, We're still digging, digging into evidence subpoenaed, subpoenaed from, bank from bank accounts belonging, belonging to Hunter Biden, 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 the son of President, son of President Joe, Biden, Joe Biden, and James, and, James and, Sarah Biden, and Sarah Biden, the brother, the brother and sister-in-law sister -in of the President. A document, a document that we're releasing, releasing today, today raises, raises new questions, questions about, how, about President how President Biden personally benefited, benefited from his from family's family shady, shady influence peddling of his, of his last name and their, and their access, access to him. Bank records, Bank records obtained by the House, House Committee on Oversight have revealed, have revealed a $200,000 $200, direct payment, payment from James, from James and, Sarah and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden, Biden in, the in the form of a personal, of a personal check. check. Here's some Here's important, important context about this check we've obtained in our investigation. In 2018, James, James Biden, Biden received $600,000 $600, in loans, loans from America, America a financially distressed and failing rural hospital, hospital operator. operator. According, According to bankruptcy, to bankruptcy court, court documents, James, James Biden received these, these loans, quote, quote based, based upon, upon representations that his, that his last name, Biden, Biden could open, could open doors, doors and that he and could, that could obtain, obtain a large, large investment from the, from the Middle, Middle East, East based, on, based his on his political connections, connections end quote. End quote. On March, on March 1st, 2018, America wired a $200,000 $200, loan, loan into James, into James and Sarah Biden's, Biden's personal, personal bank account, bank account not, their not their business bank, bank account. account. And then, and on, then the on the very same day, James, James Biden, Biden wrote a $200,000 $200, check, check from this from same, same personal, personal bank account to Joe Biden. Biden. James, James Biden, Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden, Biden as a, quote, as a quote, loan, loan repayment. repayment. AmeriCorps. A distressed, a distressed company, company loaned, loaned money, money to James, James Biden, Biden, who then, who then sent it to Joe Biden. Biden. Even if Even this, if was, this a was a personal loan repayment, repayment it's, still it's still troubling that Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's ability, ability to be paid, paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. <laughs> Some immediate questions President Biden Not a big deal, buddy. We're yeah, hold wrapping on, up. Hold on. Does he have documents proving he lent such a large sum of money to his brother? And what were the terms of such financial agreement? Did he have similar financial agreements with other family members that led them to make similar large payments to him? Oh, there's a video that's echoing. And did he know that the yeah. same I don't know when it's going to stop. Biden you know when it stops? James Biden had just received a loan for the exact same amount from business dealings with a company that was in financial distress and failing. The House Oversight Committee will soon announce our next investigative actions and continue to follow the money. The bank records don't end here. There's more to come. Uh, totally. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, 
I think that's pretty telling. Uh, of course, he's going to try to have he's going to have to produce loan documents. He's going to have to produce where he actually loaned the money. You can't just loan money without some kind of return. So there would have had to have been an interest rate. There would have been some kind of a profit. At the end of the day, uh, it's not any uh, surprise that Sarah and Jim Biden and AmeriCorp surface again. It was under investigation, and then I don't know what happened. Biden got in, and it seemed to all go away. I don't know that anything ever came from it. There was a lot of money that was missing of investor money out of that deal. Lots of allegations. Don't know where it went. But listen, we are out of time for tonight, guys. Uh, we got a big we got big shows next week. I just want to say thank you so very much for tuning in. Without you, we wouldn't have a show. We appreciate all the support that uh, you can give us, whether it's subscription, you know, free subscriptions, whether it's uh, paid subscriptions. That's great. Any kind of tips, rumble ramps, anything you can donate. Uh, if you can pay for on locals or tip us on locals, we love you for that. Uh, we just got tipping on my personal account over on X. You've got a subscription button for five bucks a month you can do. Anyway, so we have all these things. So let's go through it. Rumble, get on there. Subscribe to us. We need it. Tell your friends to subscribe. We've got some great interviews coming up next week. Ben Berkwam is bringing some crazy receipts about the invasion on the border and how it's potentially likely to lead to terrorist attacks. We'll be covering that next Friday. We've got some other big interviews coming up. And we're going to be on Liberty Roundtable live again, radio show. And I believe we've Order got a Order your free for that. So here's the deal, guys. Find us, uh, G. Ballantine on X. Get his account, follow. Lance Miliacho on X. The Big Mig Show on X. And then over on True Social, it's Lance Miliacho, The Big Mig, and George Ballantine. Same thing on Getter. Same thing on Gab. You can find oh, us on LinkedIn. Uh, whistleblowers, we love stories. Bring them to us. We want to get it out there. That goes for any government whistleblowers. We will protect your identity. You can find our link trees on our personal accounts online, and you can get to us like that. The bottom line is, guys, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear, and you have to be the tip of the spear along with us. You have to get this information into the right hands. Don't be afraid to call your congressional representatives and tell them you don't like what they're doing. You don't like what's going on, and you want them to fix it. The more of us to do that, the more pressure we apply, the more likely we'll get something done. George. Um, Last words for us. Before we close out, I got to put this up because this is the old bastard geezer in New York judge. That's the bastard, everybody. Oh, man. Yep. I That's don't like him. that dude. There's just mm. something about him. He just irritates me when I look at him. Yeah, he's a liberal. They always say never trust a man in a dress. And that is true of judges. Most of them are not yeah. who you think they are. So, Some are. There are a few good ones, but not many. So just real quick to um, cap off of what Lance was just saying. even You can call congressmen or senators in other districts and other states. You could do that and leave and voice your concerns with them too because theoretically, even though in another state, what they vote on is going to affect you in your state. So help out other campaigns. Do what you can do. I love you guys all. Have a blessed weekend. Stay out of trouble. No dog treats for anybody either. Using um, Going back in the box there. Mona, peace out. Love you. Lance, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Oh, wait, we got... Hold on. We got Ben Berkman coming on next Friday. Yeah, I said that already. Okay. And yeah, I already told him to make I sure know. they tune in next Friday. And I got a couple other interviews. I haven't nailed them down yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm working on we're some getting too, couple, right? We're getting close to a couple of interviews, some big ones. And then we so got... we're on it. Go ahead. Last two shout-outs. One to my uh, personal assistant, our big, big brother, Rich Esparza. Um, and lastly, our sponsor... 
Sea of Mud. We appreciate you. We love you. All your uh, patriotic apparel, go see Sea of Mud. He's got knives, coffee cups, shirts, women's dresses too, women's T-shirts, tank tops. He's got a whole lot of stuff. It's too much to list. But if you use the Big Mig as a coupon code in all capital letters, he'll give you 15% off your purchases. So use coupon code THEBIGMIG in all caps, 15% off at Sea of Mud Apparel. Seaofmud.com, Greg. Seaofmud.com. And I can tell you, I got an email today, and there's a package from Sea of Mud coming my way. George loves a good T-shirt. He yes. loves good swag. Yes. He's the swag. George, the swag master, Valentine. All right, guys, we're out. We love you. Love we'll you guys. see you on Wednesday. Ciao. Going to decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety-nine percent of the web will be off limits. <laughs> up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. 
you have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.